Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We spent the entire week talking about the gift of prophecy, and we've been basing our programs in Paul's letter to the Corinthians. So, what can we learn about this for our situation today, Colin? How should we interpret this for today? Well, the scripture says, "Be eager to prophesy,"、um, but it must be done in a fitting and orderly way.、Um, and If there is a word of prophecy, then everyone should weigh what has been said. Now I've lost count of the number of meetings that I've been at, where somebody speaks a prophetic word, then somebody else speaks a prophetic word, and somebody else speaks a prophetic word, and nobody is weighing anything that is said. Now, good leadership, once there is a prophetic word, will actually say, "Now let us all pray and just weigh what has been said." If if the leader really believes that to be a word from God, just give time, people time to weigh what is said. Then、uh, there may be another word that comes, and he will say, you know, if that is in line with the first word and God is speaking, if it's about something altogether different, if I was the leader, I'd say, let's just put that word to one side because we're weighing something else that God has said to us. But if if、um, two or three words come that are really all in line with what God is saying, then they will add to the revelation. The second prophecy will build upon the first prophecy, and the third prophecy will build upon the second prophecy. And Paul says, you know, two or three prophecies at any one meeting—that's enough. Why? Because people need to weigh what is said. Now, when you weigh what is said, you don't just say, "Is that from God or isn't it?" You are asking yourself, "What does that mean in my life? How am I to respond to this word? What is God asking of me through this word?" In other words, God—if—if if this is obviously a general word to a congregation, you see, or to a group of people. It's spoken to everybody who is present. So each person needs to weigh it by saying, "What is God saying to me through that word?" Uh, because on nearly every occasion, He'll be saying something to everybody. Now there will, on occasions, be more specific words. You could say that a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom is. A kind of prophetic word because it's something that has come from God, but、um, a word of knowledge can be directed more specifically at a person or a number of people in a particular situation.、Um, a word of wisdom,、uh, likewise, is usually、um, more personal because if God wants to speak to the whole congregation, it'll be much more a prophetic word, full of wisdom, of course, because God. Is wisdom. He is wise. So、um, we can we can be very sure that、uh, God is wanting, you see, to communicate from His heart to the hearts of His people. Now, how should we weigh what are called predictive prophecies, prophecies that talk about the future? Well, let me just. 
knock on the head straight away. Don't listen to any prophecies that tell you when the end is coming because no man will know that. The scripture is very clear and you can get all these interpretations of the numbers in the book of Revelation and this and this and this and this and God has shown me that. Well, put all that stuff in the bin really um, because what God wants to do through the gift of prophecy is to speak into our circumstances now. Now, prophecy can relate to the future, but we are not treating the Holy Spirit like a fortune teller. You know, all of us would like to know what the future holds for us, but that is not the job of the Holy Spirit to tell us what is going to happen in the future. Now, Jesus says he will tell you what is yet to come. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to know everything that is going to happen to you. But when it is important for you to know something concerning the future, something concerning your personal future, something that God is wanting to lead you into, then he will tell you. Um, you might have a, a real word from God um, that you know he wants you, well, let me be personal, um, when he talked to me about being ordained. Now, I was, first of all, when he said that to me, I was 13 years old. There was no way at which I could be ordained at 13 years. But it was, it was like God was marking out my life and saying, this is what you will be doing. And um, I mean, I had no desire, no aspirations, uh, to be ordained when he first said this. It wasn't something I wanted. It wasn't even something I'd thought about because at 13, you don't. Um, but at that time, he was sowing a seed, which in the following years, he would keep watering until it came time for me to be able to begin to prepare and train for that to be ordained. So, you know, some prophecies will be predictive in that way. What we must also be aware of is prophetic words in difficult situations, especially sickness. Um, you know, uh, there have been so many situations where people have said to me, God, said he was going to heal so-and-so, and then the person died, and my faith has been shattered. Now, um, you have to deal with such situations pastorally, very sensitively, of course, but the truth of the matter is God would never have said that. If, if God said that a person was going to be healed, they would have been healed. But you see, we can hear things like that because we want to hear them. And the things that come from the soul and not really from the spirit. If the spirit of God is going to speak in a healing situation, it will be to speak a word of faith that enables the person to take hold of the healing now. Um, I won't say he never says about a person being healed in the future, but most often those words are wishful thinking on the part of the people that hear them because God wants a person to enter into his healing power now, not in the future. So 
uh, I think most of the genuine words are um, as they are in the New Testament. If you do so and so and so and so and so and so, then this will happen. So there will always be a present word, you know, a word for the present, which then will give birth to something in the future. Uh, most prophecy is like that. And um, uh, it opens up another very important aspect that so often contained within prophecies are promises. But as in the New Testament, often those promises are linked with commands. And of course, it's very easy for people to want to believe the promises and to remember the promises, but to forget the commands. People often come to me and say, you know, God gave me this promise and it was confirmed by prophetic words from some, 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 and, and yet I don't see this word fulfilling, uh, being fulfilled. And, and so I say to them, now let's go right the way back to what you heard in the very beginning. Tell me as precisely as possible what God said to you at the beginning. And when they do that, you can almost see the lights being switched on even as they're speaking because they realize that the promise was linked to something else. And they've been taking hold of the promise, but they've forgotten what God was telling them to do. And so, you know, I don't have to do very much. I said, well, you see, have you actually done what God told you to do? And on nearly every occasion, people say, well, no, I haven't. So I said, well, now, if you go and do what God was telling you to do, then you will see happening what he has promised. So, yes, um, some, some scripture is predictive, but what we must understand is that prophecy is not foretelling the future. Prophecy is God speaking now into our circumstances now, telling us what he wants us to do now, encouraging us now, speaking words of blessing, liberation, now, and when they contain something in relation to the future, it's because we're going to respond to what God is telling us to do now. If we do that, then we shall see the fulfillment of the prophecy. And just one last thing on the, this subject, I mean, it's a big subject and we haven't covered everything, but um, several aspects of it this week. Uh, God, in speaking to us as his children, wants the best for us. He really does. His motive is always to liberate, to free, to inspire, to encourage, to build up, to see more of his purpose being outworked in, in our lives, enabling us to bear more fruit for his kingdom and for his glory. So prophecy is not to be despised. It is to be welcomed. But it's a subject where there really does need to be teaching in every church. Um, we certainly must not grieve the Holy Spirit by not allowing prophecy, but neither are we to be foolish in allowing people to think that things that are not from God are actually prophecy. So I hope that this week these teachings have helped people to be able to discern what is right and what is not. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 